Hello and welcome to the Soulful Warrior Podcast. This podcast is the marriage of masculine power and feminine intuition because the world is in desperate need of more humans who are rich in wealth and spirit. Because when we empower the soul with the tools of the physical world, we create an army of soulful warriors lovingly working to make the world a better place. I'm Sophie Dalton, and I'm a mindset coach on a mission to empower women, men, femme, trans, and everybody else on the human spectrum by reconnecting to their intuition, living out their soul purpose, and maximizing their personal and professional fulfillment so that they can change the world by being more true to themselves. We'll talk money, spirit, activism, and what it takes to live life on your own damn terms. So let's get started. Well, thank you so much for coming to the Soulful Warrior podcast. I'm so excited to dig into it with you. But first, do you mind introducing yourself, who you are, and you know a little bit about what you do and what your mission is? Sure. Hi, I'm Leah Zacharia. Uh, I am the owner of Hope Yoga Queen Anne and Chef of Yoga Roosevelt in Seattle, Yoga Studios in Seattle. Uh, I am also the author of Scene, my memoir, and I also have a teacher training school, Sendatsu Evolution, where I lead teacher and leadership programs. And uh, my mission to the world is really to invoke intense authenticity and allow people to really truly be seen in their lives. And I, the reason that I wanted to ask you on this podcast is because for anybody who doesn't know, <laughs> who for some reason has avoided going to one of your classes in Seattle, you give these incredible, ser- like I, I describe them to my friends as sermons or, you know, <laughs> speeches, reflections, whatever it is you want to call them. Call and, them and inspiration. Yes. Okay. Your inspiration. Yeah. Um, And I just love it so much because one of the things I talk about is that this world is, is designed to be our spiritual gym or like it's, it's designed for us to break and pull apart our muscles, like the muscles of our personality, our skills, all this stuff. And that, and then working out is just a metaphor or a tool to develop that. And I feel like your inspiration always connects. That's awesome. That's really truly you said that in such a great metaphorical way but for me um you know i believe that yoga is all yoga is good yoga but it's presented in very different ways and you really do have to find the way that it works for you but the way that i use yoga is that the physical is actually secondary it's ancillary um for me yoga is a gateway to feel Mm -hmm. and so that's why my inspirations are um, the first and foremost importance of me for, for me when I teach yoga, that is the thing that I have to really um, come from an authentic place. And that's my first priority in teaching a class because that is the, that's the nut of what I want people to try to get from my classes is to really feel. And then I use yoga, the physicality, the poses, if you will, to access it through the messaging. So that is how I am approaching yoga. And that's not how everybody does. You know, some people really do approach it from a physicality standpoint. Um, but for me, I really want to try to get into the nitty gritty, into the insides of you and, and invoke emotion and um, 
and energy and spirituality using the physical body. Mm. And so how do you like knowing that this, that, that your mission is so much deeper than what happens in with, with the sweating and, you know, the attainment of a pose, how, how has it been for you to let go of any sort of results? Because you can't be measuring those transformations in, in your people. So how, you know, how do you think of your own progress in your mission? Yeah, it's very, that's an interesting question. Um, you know, for me, I have, I've on my journey in this life and what I've gone through and the work that I've done is that I have really truly surrendered to the fact that I will never know uh, quantifiably what result or the ripple effect that I'm having in the world. But I, I let go of that. I surrender to it because I know that what I'm doing is working, uh, but I don't attach to it in the way of, of me. So if, if, if this makes sense to you, for, for me, because I feel like I found the, my purpose in life, sometimes I don't even feel like it's my life anymore. I feel like my mm. life is, 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 is my mission and that I am a vehicle. I am a channel. I am, I am here of service. So for me, I'm not like, oh, I've got to measure my success based on how many people I've touched and how do I quantify that? For me, I just literally show up and allow myself to give forth whatever I can um, through my experiences in the world, but also just know that, you know, it's not going to resonate with everybody, um, but it does resonate with some. And, and I just have, I, it's really interesting because I used to be a CPA. <laughs> so yeah. everything used to be very methodical and very structured and very knowing and if you will I mean it literally everything measured and balanced and all those things right so I've moved into a different dimension of my life a complete surrender of of actually knowing what the answer is I have no idea and all I know is that I'm doing the right thing because there are people being touched and um and I believe so deeply in my mission because I've lived it myself I mean, really, I think that that's what it boils down to is I feel the, the remnants of what it's done for me in my life and the teachings that I teach, that if I can help somebody at all in the world do it the way that I did, I'm going to keep going. I love that so much. In, and it reminds me of something that you said in class just the other day. We were, you did this like excruciating thing where you talk a long time while we're in plank in case you didn't know. <laughs> And, um, and it was, we were holding some pose like that where, you know, of course, all that you want to do is just get out of it. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about how this is the time, like in the shaking and in the straining, this is where we're doing the greatest work of loving ourselves or being present or, 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 or just, you know, like becoming who we're supposed to be. And, and, and that's so cool because in whether it's in any sort of athletics or business or life in general, you know, we're conditioned to constantly be seeking for the next attainment or measurement. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love what you're saying. That, that has been like sometimes some of your inspirations are so helpful for me in my business that I've been I'm still in the first year of my business. And so I've been, you know, going through a lot of strain to grow this muscle to become a businesswoman, Mm -hmm. which makes me think of, 
the times when you were transitioning from being a CPA to what you've grown now, like now, you know, you, you can see the people in front of you. You can see the people that you're helping that keep showing up to your classes. But what was it like when you were, when you were following this dream and you had no proof yet? Oh girl. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's really tough. Um, but I had, so when I was, if you've read my book, you, this is in my book, but when I was about 16 years old, I I was at a party and a woman read my palm. You know, I wasn't even into any of that back then, but she told me that, that I was meant for greatness, essentially, that I was going to touch and serve so many people in the world. And I had no idea how that was going to happen, but she believed in me. And so it helped me believe in myself. Mm. And those words like carried through me for my whole life. And once I, you know, and I knew once I was a CPA, that that wasn't it. Right. So when I found yoga, when I was going through a personal transformation and then ultimately like opened my first studio, being a CPA had only been practicing yoga for two years, took that huge leap of faith. I wasn't even a yoga teacher. I didn't know what the heck I was doing, but I knew business. But the bigger thing was, is I knew, I knew in the depths of my soul that I was supposed to help people because that woman told me and I believed her and that I was meant for a bigger purpose. So I just really started, I, I coined my phrase, I'm a girl on a mission. I want a mission for truth because that's an authenticity because that's what I was seeking. And I just, when no, and when no one was showing up to classes, cause trust me, that happened a lot in both of my studios where, you know, there would be times that there was nobody in class, nobody showing mm-hmm. up. And I didn't ever for a moment say it's going to fail. I just said, I, there's, there's, this is bigger than me. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to trust and I'm, and it's going to provide, I did a lot of meditations. I did a lot of mantra. So I did a lot of yogic stuff and I believe that works because your energy and your manifestation attract to that. So I continued even in the midst of failure, essentially, you know, when those, when nobody, mm-hmm. nobody showed up, I just still kept showing up. And I knew that if I kept going, it wouldn't, that I, w- I wouldn't fail. Cause really that's what failure is. Failure is complete giving up. Even if you fail like here and there, it's not complete failure unless you completely turn your back and walk away on something that you truly want and desire in your life. So we can mess up all we, all we want and true. And I have millions of times, but I keep going forward. And, and then I just can't believe it's been a decade. It's been a decade since I opened my first studio to where I am now, but it was not easy at times, but I never stopped believing. I never stopped believing. And I kept taking one step at a time, one step at a time. And I just never fully gave up. And then here I am, you know, 10 years later, in in having all that I have and doing the work in the world and I just keep expanding and I'm I'm on this trajectory of this wave that I'm like riding high that I just I feel like I'm swept and I'm again just really in the the mission and the vision of and purpose in 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 my life and at the highest point right now and it's going to continue on but it's not easy I mean you just have to you got to just keep taking action that's what manifestation is manifestation is putting out there what you want and then but taking 
action and letting go. That's the, that's the hard part is that you have to let go and surrender to when the timing is going to come, mm-hmm. but you still have to take action without knowing the outcome mm-hmm. and, and trusting the timing. And that's the hardest part where, where people are like, but I did this and I did this and they want it yesterday or, or they're just like, oh, well, I'm going to put it out there and the universe is going to provide and they, they don't, don't take any action. Yeah. You have to have action and you have to have surrender. And those two things combined is called faith and it's difficult. It's mm-hmm. difficult to put in work without knowing that there's going to be the reward on the other side, the way that you want it. And then the perfect timing that you want it. And yeah. I think I'm where I am, where I am now too, because I've, beca- I've gotten really good at that, that I just, I just trust. I believe from the depths of my soul and I take action. I'm not going to let it, I'm not going to put it out there just to put it out there. I have to do the work too. So you got to just keep showing up. I love that. I saw, I saw one of those you know, I saw an Instagram quote that actually did speak to my soul, not, not one that you just scroll by. And it was, um, it was this idea of reverse paranoia. It was kind of a joke, but, but like, what if instead of constantly coming up with reasons why things might go wrong, what if we were constantly walking around like, oh my gosh, I wonder how, how my things are going to be solved today. And not, not in like the spiritual bypassing, you know, that means I'm just going to meditate on my couch, but like, Ooh, I wonder, I wonder all the students that are going to come into my studio and be influenced that I have never met that have never even heard of me yet. You know, that are, that who are going to become part of my community just because I'm going to keep showing up and, and just that excitement that's coming. Yeah. With, and then, it really is a mindset. You know, we're programmed. We're programmed for the scarcity mind, right? We have to train our. We have to train ourselves for the abundant mind. Mm-hmm. And that's and and honestly, I think that that's what I've done over time, especially when there's nobody showing up, right? Mm-hmm. And when resources get slim, and you don't know if you can pay the your your people or pay the rent, mm-hmm. and it's really hard to not to succumb to to scarcity and fear that mm-hmm. you literally have to hold, stand, stand ground and believe in abundance and believe, and then take action, mm-hmm. you know, keep getting, doing things that are creative, developing relationships with your people, taking opportunities to, you know, um, go meet and greet people in the community, whatever it may be. You just, you just, you got to hustle in a way that that's, um, that's that's efficient and effective but like you know consistent consistent Mm -hmm. is really important yeah and I like to think of that I like to think of the actual showing up of the action as as again this like gym of self-love that like we can repeat mantras and like journal about how much we love ourselves or, or, you know whatever we can do the the quote-unquote mindset work but it's really like we're we're going out there and we're, we're building muscle. We're actually moving mountains when we go and like shake somebody's hand and look them in the eye and tell them how we can help them or like do, do the scariest thing that, that shows the universe or whatever it is that you believe in that, you know, that is actually demonstrating. Cause it's like, it's like if we're in a relationship with, with a romantic partner, like if that romantic partner is constantly telling you how much they love you and want to take care of you and then they never offer to help out or, 
or or take care of you at all, then obviously you're not going to believe them. So you have to do the same thing for the universe, and that's why taking action is yeah. is everything. And why people don't is because it's vulnerable, mm -hmm. right? Vulnerability is one of my biggest you know platforms and standpoints of where I come from in my teaching. Is that's where so many of us don't that we 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 hide and that's why we're not seeing is because it's a it's so vulnerable to put yourself out there it's mm. so vulnerable because what if you're not received what if you're rejected what if you're not liked right so that judgment falls upon us before we even start so it's really is vulnerable to like oh i'm going to go and i'm going to talk to this person or i'm going to go to the neighbors and or i'm going to shake this person's hand or i'm going to reach out to this person at the risk of being rejected at the risk of failure right so those are the things that you have to be willing to do. You've got to be willing to put yourself out there, even if it does. Because what happens if they do say no? What doesn't matter? It really doesn't matter. But what if they do say yes, right? What if there is a, a connection? And what if there is some sort of support that can come from it? But vulnerability is, is a strength. It's, it's one that I have, like, it's, I teach, I teach it in every facet of my life and my teacher trainings and my, in my classes. That's a very big topic because I've gotten really good at it because the more you're willing to put yourself out there, the more you're going to get support. And people really want that vulnerability. They want, they want, they want to see you. They want to see what you have to offer. You can't, nobody can know. Nobody can read your mind. Nobody knows what you're there. You have to, you have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm yeah I love that so much something that's helped me with the manage the fear of being vulnerable is detaching people's reactions or my results from from who I am as a person like whether it's money or food or you know people's like facial response to a joke I make mm -hmm. that however whatever however good or bad it it like my action is received it doesn't make me a good or bad person absolutely do you have something like that or, or how how do you manage that when when you have the situation of people not showing up to a class um you know it it's one of those things where well yeah i just i don't same thing i just don't attach to that result in in that moment knowing that that's not the end all be all and, and, and honestly, when, when there's those, you know, micro failures, it's like, what can I do better? Mm -hmm. You know, what, or what part of this can I take and learn from it? You know, if, if um, somebody doesn't like uh, my style of teaching, I've gotten really good at that because what, what I do doesn't resonate with everybody. You know, mm -hmm. not everybody wants to come to a yoga class and hear a message. They don't, they just want to do the physicality. And I just keep showing up because I know it's me. This is my authentic self. This is who, this is my mission and vision for the world. I'm not going to try to be everything and nothing at all. I have honed my skill and this is what I want to bring forth. So if nobody wants to show up to that, that day, that's okay. Because I believe when what I'm doing and it's truly what I am, that they will. And you get these, you get these glimmers, like, you know, if there's something like not quite right, because really, if you're being true and honest and authentic, people are going to show up. It's just the way that it is. And then there might not be everybody, but you're going to attract a certain person that's like you or that has a need or desire that, that you have to offer. It's the way that it is. 
but people can smell inauthenticity, right? Mm -hmm. So, and they, and they understand your reactions. If you're going to take something personal, right? That's your own story. And that's not necessarily, but if you stand your ground because no, like this is who I am, you're not going to take it personal, right? Because you're just like, this is, this is who I am. That has nothing to do with me if you don't like it. Uh, so I'm just going to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. So that, that's actually really huge because if you start to try to please everybody and like, you know, react to every, and, 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 and take everything personally, that's going to be, that's, that is a, that is a, a formula for disaster, right? That's a formula for giving up and, and, and failure because we can't really care, you know, what other people think all the time. We just have to move forward and know what, be so precise in our vision and our mission. And if it's not, if it's truly not working, like if, obviously, if, no one ever showed up to my classes ever. There might be some self-reflection that I need to do, right? Mm-hmm. But you, but I'm just a huge believer. If you're authentic and true, they will. Mm-hmm. They will. Yeah, and that's so important because because that that comes back to the first thing that you talked about, which was that it's not about measuring the result, and that when you are like when you're like quote unquote measurement is how true you're being to yourself, then it it, it just like, it just solves all the problems at once because then you're not worried about the vulnerability. Then you, then you're committed that you're going to keep taking action. You know, like your mindset isn't all over the place and your experience isn't this roller coaster and, and you get to enjoy the process more. So like you get to be in the proverbial plank or, or, you know, like tough spot in life or on the mat and enjoy the shaking. Absolutely. Because I, you know, and this is going to say sound cliche, but it's true in the shaking is where the growth is, right? Mm. It's in the, it's the, it's the, those are the times when do you, when do you bail or when do you stand in? Like, is the shaking truly the, you know, our mind goes into this future of like, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to get out of this? Am I going to be able to survive? Am I strong enough? Like all the questioning that happens. But if you really just embrace the shaking and connect to your internal source, your breath, whatever it may be, all this is kind of metaphoric and literal, but just standing in that place and, and riding out those quakes, because there's so many quakes. That's the other side is, is the lesson. Like, to understand that we have the capacity to endure is one of the greatest gifts that we can give ourselves. Mm. Because I think most of the time we don't think that we can do it. We don't think that we can endure. We don't know if we can survive the pain, the suffering, the work, the effort that it's going to take, the rejection that might happen, the failure that might come up. But when we actually do endure and get up and rise again and again and again, that's where we get strong. It's like, oh, I can, I have so, I've been through so much in this last decade, but things that would usually rattle, would have rattled me 10 years ago. I am unscathed by them now because of going through all the quakes Mm -hmm. and getting up and enduring, enduring, enduring over and over again. I've gotten really strong internally because of that. It just, the, the continued showing up. 
I think that's so important because so much of our conversation and just the way that we're structuring our lives as a society in general, this is a super sweeping comment, but is that we're seeking comfort, like, mm-hmm. you know, in transportation, in food, in communication, all this stuff where, and in and, and the path that we're taking with our lives. And so discomfort, like to practice being in discomfort and to remember you know, like, like when I'm in something, when I'm in a spot with my business, it always takes me like, takes me back when, or down a peg, or I don't know what phrase I'm trying to say. Um, when I think of the struggles that my grandmas have been through, you know, that like humans are incredible and, and regular everyday people are surmounting crazy challenges all the time. So why can't, you know, if, if there's, if there's a mom in, another place in like a few blocks away from me right now in Seattle, who's working two or three jobs to pay for her kids to like save for their college education, you know, then I can freaking build my business. Like, like when we notice and empower ourselves through this discomfort, it's really a key to, to do anything. Yep. Yeah. And it takes, it takes, it takes a lot of bravery. It takes a lot of courage to endure and to endure the discomfort because that, that's especially where we live, especially in our society in the United States, you know, we have a lot of luxury and we've also been programmed to conform mm-hmm. and to be in a safe zone in this place of comfort, right? Like don't move out of the box, right? Because it might be scary out there or you might, you, you might be judged or make waves. So let's just keep everybody in the same box and, um, and you'll stay nice and cozy here. But then what happens is you get trapped and then you stop growing and all that, you know, that's staying in your comfort, you know, in your comfort actually depletes you and, and creates suffering actually, because we're not, we're not allowed to be who we truly are. Yeah. So when you see that, like whether if you're having a conversation or maybe it's with your family or peers and you see people staying in comfort, how does that, what does that make you want to say? (laughs) Well, I mean, that's one of the foundations of my teaching is to, because if you are in conformity, you're not being authentic to yourself. You're hiding, you're hiding your true gifts from the world. So if you, so for me, because trust me, I lived that life. I, I did the whole education, good job, you know, get the house car kid, the whole thing of the conforming thing of this comfortable life. And I was miserable on the inside. Yeah. To the outside world, it looked like I have everything, but the inside world was, was, was a prison because I wasn't authentically showing my gifts to, of serving and, and helping people. And I was living a life that somebody wanted, the society wanted me to have. Mm-hmm. So I'm, this is a huge topic for me because I did live that life. I was the ultimate conformer. I did what, what everybody told me to do. And so that is, that is why some of my, a lot of my inspirations come from getting out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Because getting out of your comfort zone and breaking free from the linear path is the way to find why you're here on this, uh, on this earth. Mm. Why are you here? We don't, we don't have to stay in our societal and familial norms. We don't. And the more that we break three free from them and make the choices that, 
that are good, true and good for us is when we're going to make a mark on the world, when we are going to, and, and, and I am a huge believer that it is, it is the gateway to, to true fulfilling happiness and joy in your life, contentment in your life is to break free from the conformity of what somebody else bestowed upon you. And mm -hmm. instead you're living your own life. It's, 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 we have, we have no, we're, we're born into a family and they give us the best that we, they can at that time. And they teach us what they know. But there comes a time when we become adults, when we leave the family that we have, this is why we're here. We get to choose now what is true and what is not for us in our lives. But so many people get stuck because they think that, that they have to because that's what their family or society says that they need to do. But that's simply not true. Mm. And the more the, you can be, the more you can be brave enough to say, you know, actually, you know, I understand where this came from. I know this, it might be cultural, familial, societal thing, but over here, this is my truth. And I'm going to endure the quakes. I'm going to endure the, the effort that it takes to transform and be over here of what's real for me now. Mm. Because most of us don't really truly adopt every single ideal that our mother and father or culture gave to us right? I mean, most of us have a different mindset of some certain sort. We all have individual characteristics that we want to shine through. That's what offers the beauty of diversity in the world. We're not supposed to be the same. We're supposed to be, we're, we're all here for a different reason. And we, and wouldn't it be a travesty? You know, I look back at my life, if I would have been so safe right in my comfortable little office with my name on the door making my six-figure income if i wouldn't have been brave enough to go jump outside that comfort zone because of my trueness my authenticity and what i knew was my mission in the world and how many lives i would have not touched because i was too comfortable and i was too afraid to do that because i was so hooked in to the other ideals of of society mm -hmm. It's, it's, it, it just, I'm super passionate about that where people, I've done hope to inspire people to really listen to what they want and go for it. And they don't have to, they don't have to, they do not have to measure up to the ideals of somebody else anymore. Once you're an adult, once you, once you're an adult and you're living on your own, it's your time now to really un, undo the, uh, undo the, the untruths for you now you know, and find your own. I, I love that your story of transformation is that everything looked great on the outside because I think that this, that this can be a trap for so many ambitious, well, who I work with is ambitious women who are going through the exact same thing. Like they've been working and grinding and accomplishing all the goals only to look up and realize that if they're going to proceed, if they're going to continue, then it's, it's just going to result in the death of their soul. And and they can like literally feel because this is what I like. I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. It was that it was that I was like I started getting all these health problems and and I got depressed and just like it, it was like my body was totally shutting down and I had no choice but to get out of where I was. Mm -hmm. And but but when you're somebody who's been working hard to get all this stuff on the outside, then it doesn't make sense. Like nobody's going to hear you or at least you. you 
yeah, and I don't want to say nobody, but it's people, people want to placate your discomfort because you should be grateful or because look how much you do have or whatever. But if you're, if you can feel inside that you're meant for more then you better freaking listen to that because, because if not, it, it, that's what results in, in discomfort and disease and like, you know, just feeling like you're not supposed to be in your life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's what happened to me. I mean, literally I had made it, I was at the top of my career and I was like, I had all the things and I'm like, I am miserable. Like I am miserable. And that's, that's what I hope to inspire to, for, you know, women and people in general is just like, we go so, we get so trapped by the external sources of validation and what money and outside things or titles or pedigrees or degrees or whatever but that truly isn't going to give you happiness. You can, you can fight. All it does really is wears you out. And, you know, you get to this point and then it's all like, well, there's, there's, I've got all this and I still don't feel happy. What the heck, right? We have to go inside. We have to look at what's, what we truly want and not be measured by those things from, from the external source. We have to start to look inside. And a lot of the times when we're seeking externally, when we're driving so hard, like I really want this, this goal of this job or this money or these things, it's really a masking of a, of a deeper inner work, right? So really what happened for me where I really started to understand who my true self is and what I needed to do is when I started to do the internal work is when I started to go to therapy and I started to look at the blockages in my life and the family of origin stuff and the traumas of my life that actually were the things that were holding me down and making me unhappy. And I thought that all the external things, the success and the money and the cars and the kids and the house and all the things would replace all that or heal that. And it doesn't, you have to actually do the work on your inside um, in order to have true happiness no, no amount of money, no goal, no, no job, any of that's going to give it to you. It, it's, it all comes from your internal work and, and, and healing. And, and quite honestly, if you keep striving for the external stuff, it's going to create more harm. It's going to create disease because of stress, right? Stress, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep running on this hamster wheel that never is going to stop. And it's going to deplete you and create disease in your body, disease in your mind dis-ease or disease, right? Yeah. <laughs> either, one, either and or. But stress is a killer. It's a killer. And, um, and I believe that it's, it's, you know, one of the quintessential things of why we're, why we're dying faster. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yes. Like this is, I, I mean, I'm, I'm motivated by what I went through, but, but really that was compounded by seeing some family members at, the end of a bunch of years of making consecutive decisions away from their soul and towards logic and towards safety and the toxicity in that is lethal just like you're saying like and i'm i'm ready like this is this is what i'm 100 percent devoting my life to like i'm ready to die on the cross for this of because it's truly our biggest untapped resource like we're out here arguing about politics and and all all of the symptoms of this one thing 
which is what if, what if we took everybody that was so dissatisfied, no matter where they are on the freaking political spectrum or, or what their profession is or any of that. And what if we took the strengths that they're naturally good at and the things that they've studied? So like business or, you know, whatever it is, the, these, the hardcore skills that, that they might currently have on their resume. And what if we reapplied those to what their soul needs? Yeah. Like, how much more would we be able to, I mean, just for speaking from a, like a capitalist production standpoint, you, we would be able to get so much more done. We, but also we would be more, more kind, more caring, more helpful. We would, we wouldn't have these huge like medical bills because we, it would be easier to take care of our bodies and all like it literally, this is the thing. This is the root of all of these problems that we keep trying to treat with topical ointment. Yeah. It's like, or, <laughs> we could just change the conversation around this so that we get to, again, just like you were just saying, enjoy the, like, like what if we made discomfort cool? What if we made it cool to be vulnerable and to fail and yes. to, to do this question asking? Like how many problems would we solve at once? Absolutely. That is, that is my mission in life. Wanna, I want to make vulnerability cool. I do. Yeah. I do. I want to make... I want to make all the things that seem really, really hard, like the thing to do, the cool thing to do, because that is where transformation happens. That's where the truth lives. That is where authenticity and our unique gifts lie is, is opening that channel to being in those places where we ultimately are afraid to show and let them be seen, just let them be seen and see what shows up in that. And it's, it, it really, it's, it's not easy, but it's living. It's truly living. I feel like I'm living my life. I feel the so much, the gamut of emotion every single day. And it's not all easy. It's, it's difficult, but it's true life. I'm not interested in playing in the middle. I'm not interested in playing in the comfort zone because there's no growth in that. And that's not where we're going to make the, the impact in the world. The impact comes from living in the in in the highs and the lows and and learning from them and being willing to to face all of that at the at the core of who you are wow <laughs> that, was, that was that was i just that was amazing <laughs> bowing out on that <laughs> is there is there anything else that you would like to you know if you could if 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 somebody's listening right now and they could just take one key nugget that they're going to, to not just like intellectually understand, but to go out and actually take action on, what would that be? Yeah. It's a huge question, right? I mean, I feel like you and I could talk for another hour um, about all these things, these, these things, but you know, I think if I can say one thing to people out there is to, you know, really embrace the vulnerabilities that live inside of you and let yourself show up and be seen in those vulnerabilities. Um, and that means doing the work of the inside, looking at yourself truly at what you want and what's holding you back. And that's going to mean looking at in a deeper realm of like, where did you come from? Where, how, what's happened to you in your life? What's formed you and your opinions and what's happened to you in your in your life that might be holding you back and and keeping you from being who you are and be vulnerable enough to start to give those things a voice 
and start to look at them so that when you do, the truth is able to come to light. That is the only way, is when you start to look at the real deep stuff on the inside, rather than just seeking external sources, look at the inside stuff, and that's the hardest stuff to do. That's where the most quakes and most discomfort is going to come from. Just look at those things, that vulnerability, and give them a voice. Seek them out. See what the truth is and now let them transform so that ultimately you can show up as yourself in the world. I love it. It's like it's like feeding yourself your own blue pill. Exactly. <laughs> Which is terrifying, but yay! <laughs> Worth it. Yeah, it's not easy. It's terrifying. And that's why most people won't do it, but they think that they want they want you know they want to be happy, but you got to do, you got to be willing to face the hard stuff too, in order to get there. Mm-hmm. And, and, and trust me, trust me, believe me, I've done it, that it's worth it. It's, it's, it's worth it. I, I, I'm so passionate about it that, um, it's, it's worth the work. It's worth the exposure. It's worth the vulnerability. It's worth the discomfort. Uh, it's going to give you what you're, what you're hoping for. Nothing outside of yourself is going to give you that. A hundred percent. I mean, I mean, anybody, if you've ever been in a relationship, like a romantic relationship where you're wondering how the heck did I end up with this person? <laughs> Something like that. Like that's a little hint that, that, that it's time to get clear and to own what it is that you want. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much again for coming and talking to me. And because, you know, I feel like I get to know you because I get to listen to your inspirations, but it's always, it's always interesting, like broaching a conversation with somebody whom you've heard talk more than you've talked yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but thank you. So, so where can people find you? And of course I'll include all the links in the show notes, but just where, where can they look you up to learn more right now? Yeah. LeahZacharia.com is the best place because that has all my studios, my teacher trainings, all my retreats has well, everything that you would want to know about me, leahzacharia.com. And then you can find me on Instagram, leahzacharia, same thing on Facebook. So um, those are the best ways to find me. But awesome. leahzacharia.com has all of the links for all of that everywhere. So <laughs> that's the easy place to go. Yeah, which is perfect. Because if you're in Seattle and you haven't already come to a class, then what are you doing right now? Come <laughs> with me on Saturday and Sunday mornings. It's it's like religion. And um and then, but then if you're not in Seattle, then you can go to a retreat. So thanks yeah. again. And I will see you soon. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. Are you so stinking ready to finally become the person that you are meant to be? And are you freaking tired of personal development that gets you zero results? Do you know that you need somebody in your corner who is going to help you have the accountability to follow through on the action steps that you keep procrastinating on? Well, lucky for you, it's my superpower and my mission in life to be the person who sees you for your vision, your strengths, what you're trying to create and who holds you to feeling and becoming the best version of yourself. If you know that you want somebody to help you get clarity in exactly what you need to do and how you're going to do it and to help you powerfully communicate why you're so good at what you do and why it's worthy of high compensation, then I want to be that person for you. I am meant to be that person for you. And you were led to this podcast. 
So reach out to me at sophie at soulfulexcellence.com, on Facebook at Sophie Dalton, or on Instagram at Soulful Warrior Podcast. I want to know how can I help you? What are you going through? What is your dream life? And then I want to help you create a plan so that that dream life becomes your real life faster than you ever thought possible. It is possible for you and together we're going to make it happen. I'm sending you my love and I hope you have an awesome day evening, night, wherever you are. So much love.